Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Anthony Sane is the host of the Anthony Sane Show on Bluff City Media. Make sure you're checking it out. Try to keep the group with Grizz Twitter. Independent journalist, founder of Asylum Media Group. Father of five-star 2032 multi-sport prospect Gabriel Sane. He's kind enough to join us on Fridays. You can follow him on X. You should be already at Sane Asylum. He joins us now and he joins us with news. He just let me know uh, off air that Luka Doncic, uh, that injury designation has changed. He is out tonight. Boy, does that possibly change things? What you say was saying? Personal reason? Yeah, he said hey. he's having personal reason. Yeah. Sorry to hear that. Real quick, I do have an update on the uh, 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 Gabriel Sane recruiting uh, Memphis situation. Leading. Yeah, um, where are we now? Gabe has told me that um, that it comes down to what Memphis does this offseason, as far as coaching is concerned. Um, oh, I kind of oh, new defensive coordinator. Now it's. I don't know if if you watch if you watch today's episode of Anthony Sane Show later on on podcast we do discuss you know if Ryan Smith, me and Jonathan C Smith of eighty eight point five we discuss um, you know some some coaching possibilities for Memphis and we the person who I name is who is who Gabe is saying you know if that guy's the coach when he's when he is available it, it could in thirty two yeah in two thousand thirty two okay who is this that you're it, it's a, that's a sneak preview man you gotta oh, go okay. check out the podcast oh, man, he, 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 the he trying to he trying to yeah. you know he 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 don't he don't get the show I mean, it it just adds to it yeah, yeah. I mean he's trying to he, we need people it adds to, to watch the, it bro, adds to right? the he's cranking up man yeah. he's cranking up for sure. I must know I'm gonna y'all make sure you're checking that out. Um, now do you give Grizzlies how much more of a chance? We had circled two wins, um, not these next two, obviously, but at Detroit and one of the Houston games. Uh, how much better are you feeling about tonight's game and the chance that the Grizzlies could steal this one knowing that Luka's out? I guarantee a win. I'm going to tell you why. What? Uh, I am having another watch party today. We did another rebrand. Uh, last time I talked, the, the branding was uh, Ballys Ain't Working. Uh, now we have the new one, Grizz Fan, Grizz Fan Crisis Support. It's, the, it's today's theme for the watch party tonight mm-hmm. at six thirty at Hooters. We won the last game uh, that we had a watch party for, which is San Antonio Spurs. It just seems like the mojo is going good, man. I look up and I see Luka Doncic is out. I'm going to put this down as a dub. Two game win streak when Anthony Sane has a watch party at Hooters. So come out and check it out at six thirty tonight. Be a part of the good energy, the good mojo. We're going to get this dub tonight. I, hey, but all jokes aside, no, that's not a joke. We did win the last game, but. Um, I, I got us winning these next three. Just, I think we're gonna win tonight. We're gonna pull out the next two. Hey, something oh, you, happened. You man. on that fruity juice? Coach, Coach Marcus Smart. Coach Marcus Smart did made something so, happen. So man. it was Marcus Smart's rant or the players-led yes. practice before which the, one? The player-led practice didn't just happen out of nowhere, bro. It was Coach Smart making that happen. Have we given Coach Smart too much power? No, he needs more. If, if bro, like I've let's just make him player coach. I haven't, I haven't said this. I've been kind of like. 
been pretty. Do you lose your voice if you're just letting the players? Here, this this is what this is what I'm saying. I've been pretty like indifferent about Coach Jenkins. Like you know, mm-hmm. what I mean, I, I haven't really had many bad things to say about him because there, there are a lot of good things to say about him. But the things that I had that were negative to say, I kind of sat on those, right? So I'm like, okay, we're winning, whatever. So what? what why would I? Criticize this type of stuff, but you know in the playoffs, I always had my critiques to say about what he does. Yeah, bro, I'm I'm looking at everything. <laughs> I'm looking at everything with, with a uh, with a different lens on Coach Jenkins now, man. And the fact that Marcus Smart had to go there to get this these other that balls rolling. To me. That's that's not a that's not good to me, bro. Because like I said, that the whatever response he had that had them would have had him do the rotations like he did the other night and play the guys who were ready to play. That should have happened after that Portland loss when they were up 10 with uh, like a minute to go and lost. Like that should have happened then, not game 16, bro. Like that's – and then I'm hearing – seeing people on Twitter saying, well, you know, these guys shouldn't have to be motivated. No, nah, that's the coach's job, man. Mm-hmm. When, when the coach sees that things aren't going right, mm-hmm. he needs to hit the reset button and do what he needs to do to get things right. And after game – that shouldn't happen after game 16. And that team played like a totally different team of the night. Yeah, that, that uh, uh, Utah team isn't a great team, but that team just came out there and smacked them. Two games in a row in the last few weeks, and I think that's a that's a coaching thing, man. And I'm, I'm not gonna lie, bro. What sounded the alarm to me that made me just take all the veils off my eyes is seeing domesticated Dylan Brooks in Houston, like that, like it's like with all the stuff that we say about Dylan. I I came on here the entire offseason. I said that situation is gonna be a train wreck in Houston because in, I'm in Udoka. His biggest coaching job is he's gonna be coaching the babysitter and the kids at the same time. Yeah. And that is not happening in Houston. He's found a way to get Dylan Brooks on his side, and it was immediate. We haven't seen any drama. Dylan isn't taking a lot of shots. He's just going out there playing defense. He's taking open threes, and that's it. He's not trying to be anything. And that that is a coaching indictment to me on Taylor Jenkins, and it's the same guy who it took Marcus Smart, one of the most respected players in the league, to get a hold of his team and start calling guys out. And when he said they had a player-led practice, I guarantee you he was Coach Marcus Smart at their practice. I guarantee you he was doing the barking and getting 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 fire lit up on the guys. And that probably led to Coach Jenkins saying, okay, let me play the guys who are going to actually come out here and show the effort. And we saw that for sure. And it woke up Zaire Williams. It woke up um, David Wright. I don't know if Zaire. that's – Yeah, I don't know if, if David – I don't know if – I don't know if playing hard made David Roddy make shots, but we just saw a totally different effort by this team uh, the other night. So hopefully this is something they can ride this momentum for this last eight games and just, you know, once you start getting guys back healthy, you got uh, X coming back. You assume Yeah, he's questionable. Yeah, uh, Smart and Canard, you hope those guys can be back over the next eight games. Hopefully when Jaws here, we got a much different looking team than we've had. You know the last. Well, that, that's I'm gonna say I'm a little a surprised. Guarantee. This feels like a uh, saying saying the Grizzlies have turned a corner with uh, with Rose. Hey, they look good, Roddy man. Like, Do you really think you're gonna get that out of Rose and Roddy? No, I mean I, I think you're gonna get I think you're gonna get a different effort from this team, and I think you'll get less. There, I think that I think that Marcus Smart talk did something to this team. I see getting called out like that by a vet, and it's all over Twitter and people all over the internet, and the people seeing. I mean, that's what they brought him here to do, man. That is you know true. I mean? so, that is true. Um, I think that type, that type of stuff matters, man, when a guy uh, calls guys out. And like I said, that's that's uh, that's strike number two as far as me and Taylor Jenkins, man, as far as this season goes. Like I said, seeing yeah. seeing Dylan Brooks be that guy in Houston, like I, I'm the guy who will say, yeah, uh, playing on a bad team as a rookie hurt Dylan. Uh, the team blowing him up, you know, as as a young player, a young star hurt Dylan. Um Seeing Ja come to the team, seeing Jaron come to the team, seeing Desmond Bain come to the team, all those things, I, I, I understand all of that. 
But at the end of the day, man, that situation in Houston is way wilder than anything he went to in Memphis because that team was literally a bunch of kids. And, and, and you tell me that same guy, you took that guy and put him on a team with a bunch of kids, younger players who have not proven anything. Yeah. And he's acting the way he's acting over there. That's coaching, bro. And and, and I think, like I said, as far as Taylor Jenkins goes, that's two major strikes as far as I, I'm concerned. Seeing that and then seeing yeah. it took a player on your team to make these guys play like they give a crap this season. So, yeah, I, that, those two things mean something to me for sure. I don't know if they're going to – I mean, obviously it's still – you know, it, it increases your chances. I still think it's hard to go down there and win in Dallas. But, yeah, it certainly got a better chance to do it right now than yeah, you did yeah, 10 minutes ago. Line's much different. I, I want to go back to the Jenkins conversation, though, because, mm-hmm. you know, I think the, sim- the, the, the simpletons – that's how I'm going to refer to them. Mm-hmm. The simpletons will tell you, well, you know, he has nothing. So – well, it was always going to be like this. Mm-hmm. It was always going to be like this. Yeah, of but course. Yeah. In, in an NBA context, though, right? Aren't there levels to it? Yeah. Aren't there levels to okay? We you don't have this. It's a lot in between. Right. We're not talking. How about, how, yeah. how how does it look mm-hmm. with what you have? Right. Is it doesn't that I don't I I never get attached to any Grizzlies coach that comes through here. Mm-hmm. Is that is that never? Because mm-hmm. I know it's all fickle, bro. Yeah. Like Jaeger, Hollins. Uh, Bickerstaff, like you know, uh, Tisdale, these guys get fired. Yeah. It, it's the way it goes. And Taylor Jenkins is going to get fired someday. It's yeah. the way it goes. He's I mean, already that's... worn out his welcome. He's been here longer than yeah. most coaches in the NBA. Like, I, like, I mean, I, I'm, I, you know, it he's is already it... on his, his expiration date is already on the bottle. So like, <laughs> I'm, I'm asking you to sort yeah. of speculate here. Mm-hmm. Do you do you think that maybe, but you know, has this stretch? Do you think soured the front office's opinion on it? Should it? It should. Yeah. You think it should? It should, for sure. Like, I had this. I talked about this in my podcast. I even talked about it in a Grizzly space. I popped in and did a, a rare appearance in a Grizzly space, and I talked about this. And uh, if you look throughout history, whenever teams have these down years, like teams that are typically good have a down year. And I talked about the San Antonio Spurs year, um, the last few years with the Spurs, you know what I mean? You saw stretches of play in games where you were like, man, Popovich, is, this is why he's a GOAT. Like, he can take this talentless team and force the Grizzlies to – every time we played the Spurs the last few games, yep. we barely beat those dudes with those bad teams he had. You know yeah. what I mean? When we were full strength, Steven Adams, Brandon Clark, all those guys, he was getting those young teams to play over their head. You know what I mean? Miami, the season after LeBron James left, uh, Eric Spolster, you saw, oh, man, this is why yep. Eric Spolster's the real deal. Uh, you go back to that Phoenix season when um, – what's his name? He's not, even, he's not even coaching anymore. But um, – Monty? No, Jeff Hornacek. Oh. He had that oh, team yeah, yeah, about yeah. 10 years ago. Yeah. That was, like, really playing over their heads, right? Like, there's it's countless numbers of these times where you see teams that all of a sudden something happened where their talent on the court just isn't the same. But you see these good coaches have stretches of play, games of play, seasons of play where these teams play over their head. And you feel like, oh, man, he really squeezed everything he could out of that team. I haven't seen a single game where I feel like, man, Taylor Jenkins really coached, coached that team and turned a, a L into a W. Like, I, I haven't seen that at all. That Spurs game, maybe. Some other factors played into that game for sure. But um, I just don't I just don't see anything in him that makes me think, yeah, we're down, but we, we've got an awesome coach too. It seems like we're down and our coach is down too. seems like he's going down, you know, with the ship. So, um, no, he's not going down with the ship. I, mean, I actually said that the other way around because we're, right. we're taking all the blame off of him. Like we're, it's, it's like we can't criticize anything he's doing. We're just throwing this blanket of, oh, injuries. Yeah, the injuries, of course. Like that's – the main factor why we're not as good as, as we could be, but it, I think that a real a good coach could have squeezed two to three more games out of this this first sixteen well seventeen we played so far. Yeah, yeah, it's just where I am. And also, again, it's just the competitiveness. Yeah, there are a few games that really stick in my craw in terms of like 
Not losing to Utah twice, man. Come on. Losing to Utah that twice. Lost, going three stuff. straight games without breaking 100 points. Yeah. You know, it's like that's the kind of stuff where you're getting. Not making any adjustments on defense. You're getting your back blown out at home against Phoenix without Kevin Durant. You score 89 points. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry. Yeah, come on, man. Like, like coaching comes in there. Yeah, I know, and I know we we have a roster that's depleted with injuries so far, but at the beginning of the season, I mean, you're talking about missing Xavier Tillman, Marcus Smart, Luke Kennard. Those are your three main injuries. You knew at the beginning of the season you weren't going to have Steven Adams. Yep. At the beginning of the season you weren't going to have Brandon Clark. Nobody was saying the Grizzlies are going to be one of the worst teams in the West. People still said the Grizzlies are going to be good. You know, they're going to be top four, they're going to be top six, something like that. Nobody was saying – Oh, without Steven Adams and without Brandon Clark, the Grizzlies are going to be one of the worst teams in the league. Last year, the Grizzlies, without Brandon Clark, without Steven Adams, not not counting the games they had already won with, with those guys, their winning percentage with, with those two guys missing was still 55 56% without those two guys out there. We still would have been second in the West last year if you're just talking about winning percentage. Yep. So you, you, can't, just, you can't just say, oh, yeah, injuries have destroyed the season. They have. I mean, I'm not saying they haven't. But you're talking – we've saw this team – as much as full strength was going to be, and they still didn't look like they were playing good basketball. Yep. And um, like I said, a lot of things change when John Morant comes, but I think I hope that the front office is looking at what they really have in Taylor Jenkins because it seems like in, in years past, we've been winning kind of in spite of him, not really because of him at all. Um, well, that's a strong opinion on Taylor Jenkins. Um, you had pointed it out It was to the me, Dylan Brooks thing, man, that did it. I, <laughs> that I just don't eyes, see man. how y'all can judge him now when he has – you you're, you you acknowledge. I'm not gonna it's say a, he got a, nothing. Right, he's got two all stars. You, 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 you can't players. get final judgment till Jaws back and mm-hmm. you can see. Oh yeah, it for sure. I, and I, that's and, just I'll, the and I'll do that. But even then, I'll, I I mean, I'm not gonna act like he learned how to coach because he got John Morant back. Oh I mean, no, no, I get all that. Yeah, it, it'll be. I think things are gonna get way better. But I'm not gonna I'm not gonna give him a not gonna give him immunity from from criticism because those guys. No, he should not have immunity yeah. uh, whatsoever. Yeah. You pointed out to me. And it's something I mentioned in the in the opener. You know, mm-hmm. it feels like we're getting close to getting John Morant back. We're in the month of December, and I said December nineteenth. You mm-hmm. point out to me that Gilbert Arenas doesn't yeah. believe that John Morant will be coming back on December nineteenth of the nationally televised game yeah. against the Pelicans. What does he believe? He says what, he he didn't just say I believe this. He is like yeah, he's this like, is he what was it standing is. on it. It sounds like his energy is like he heard something, man, because he's basically saying that uh, John Morant feels a way towards the NBA. He thinks John Morant feels a way towards the NBA. And he's not going to come back. He's going to ruin one of their national television game plans. And he wants to come back at home. I can think of a lot of reasons why he may want to come back at home. I want to see John destroy Tyrese Halliburton <laughs> in his first game. Yeah, which would then be December 21st against Indiana. Well, yeah, that game if, would if, be against if, Indiana. I, I, I ain't going to lie. I'd rather see him come back that game. Not saying I want to add another game as far as him missing. But, hey, I can see reasons why that would be a much more intriguing game than playing against New Orleans. But, uh I don't think Gilbert knows what he's talking about, but he's he's standing on something. Like he, he almost sounded like he had talked to him. The way yeah. he was saying it sounded like he right. had talked it to him. It sounded like he knew something he had, we don't know. But, you know what I mean? So um, we'll see, man. But is it almost more pressure on you though if you come back at home against Halliburton than it would be if you made your debut? If he on would, the road? if he hadn't, I been, realize you got national yeah. television cameras on you, and the story will be about you. Bro, being we ain't back, worried but, about Halliburton, bro. I'm just saying, is it almost more pressure? His little Steve Back at home, place going to be crazy, and you got a a stud over on the other side. Don't nobody care about that bass, backwards jumper, bro? He ain't no stud when he's going up against 12, bro. And he ain't, them folks don't play a lick of defense. Them folks give up 150 points rolling over out of bed, bro. You know, Ja feels a way about that dude, too. Oh, Halliburton, yeah. They've almost like replaced replaced his life. Like, hey, go be Ja Morant for us. Like, it's almost like they. Hey, bro. Y'all can have have light skinned haters up in there. Hey, bro. Hey. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. People, they're really trying to. Call me when he wins. Now, Halliburton is good, man. Call me when he wins a playing game. 
Okay. Man, he was on the team. Well, was, call, call me when he gets some around him. Bro, he was on the first World Cup team to be that disappointing. Okay. <laughs> he's on the he's on the Indiana Pacers. Y'all act like Jock gonna hold this man to eight says, points. Says I ain't Miller. saying that, but Jock gonna go at that man. Jock gonna cook yeah, that. Well, Jock gonna get his. He he, he better he be ain't guarding, stopping Jock. anything. He better be guarding Jock. All I can say, man. How, y'all yeah. act like this man coming back in first team all defense. But uh, what I'm saying you is, talk about hollow. That man is hollow. Hollow uh, Halliburton. <laughs> man, stop. Hollow Burton. Don't look at his numbers. 45 I shooting hope, numbers. He cold. But John finna go at that man. I like understand I said, all that. I want to see it. The league and the media is almost trying to scrub John's existence like he never existed and just put Tyrese Halliburton in that spot. And John like, all right. Do you think it makes sense you. for John to It's because say, big screw media the league. wants Indiana to have a team. You know, it's like hmm. big media. Yeah, wants, that's what it is. They want the Indiana market. You know yeah. what I'm saying? They want them to have something to be. But yeah, I, something to be proud. Well, I mean, yeah, we'll be they, on an eight-game winning streak by then, according to you, because they turned it around. Bro. You got despite Taylor. You, without, you got Halliburton in the Hall of Fame. No, <laughs> no, I just said they'll be on. Remember, Saints said they've turned it around. They're going to win so the win next. Straight, they're going to win bro. Dallas, Phoenix, Detroit, Minnesota, Dallas, no, Houston. I thought Houston. Was, uh, no, man, stop. Who they got? Who are the next three for real? The Dallas? next three are Dallas, Phoenix, Detroit. No, that ain't what I meant. Okay, well, that's what you said. I'm like, that's why said said, that, it was, uh, Sane said this was a real turning point in Utah Dallas, win. Detroit, Houston. No, Dallas, Phoenix, Detroit. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Oh, no, I ain't mean that at all. They got yeah. Minnesota in it. No, no, ain't going to be no three straight. Okay, nah. so that, maybe not as much of a turning point yeah, as my bad. I initially thought. We're going to win. Where we going to win tonight? We yes, because Luca is out, as you've brought to our attention. We're going to get maybe both of them Houston games. I'd like at least one. Hey, the just one give me here. one of them, bro. Because hey. they're, they're winless on the road still. As much as you love Ime Udoka, the, them kids and Dylan Payne <laughs> went on the road. Hey, My Lord, you have crowned you have, hey, Y'all hey, have crowned hey, him, Coach. He hey, got a game on the road. Ain't won a game on the road yet. I was yet. the main dude that said, y'all crowned Ime Udoka too fast. Like, that bro took, that bro right. took a team from Boston. That. And that team was that already, already ready-made. Ready right. And they were just making their your natural possessions. I do think aggressive. he's a good coach. Don't oh, he's a coach, man. Because yeah. he, he was doing all that while having an affair. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <Right. Stop. laughs> and managing. Uh, Nia, man, just wants you to put that. Just 
You keep bringing it's that man was managing Neil Long the child. and other side chicks at the same time, That's and crazy. coaching the Boston Celtics. Bro, he was ruining the Eastern Conference and marriages at the Come same on, time. Man. Like, how do you do that? Daddy, you got to get that man props. You, you think that man could handle Dylan Brooks? Come on now. Hey, but for real though, bro, you got to get him. Just the fact that he made that he's got Dylan Brooks in the sunken place. That alone, the sunken place, is enough to give me that man props. You could start. You could start to see it a little bit in the World Cup that he was a little different. But I agree, it's one nah, thing to be he on the whole national team. Team. He tuned it all the way down. Yeah, he still was playing stupid for them. Like he he was making shots though. Yes, but he still was true. just you know taking a lot of shots. He was going crazy still. Oh, that man, they hypnotized that man. Like Dylan is in the sunken place for real. Like, I that mean, dude is not Dylan Brooks we had last year. No, uh, close. You have your prime sweatshirt on. You know uh, The man across when you said prime shouldn't be the Sports Illustrated I hate uh, man of the year. Uh, what do you have to say to him? Man, you got to give him I the had to year. Get Come on, on bro. Uh, yeah. Sportsman had, of the year? He had no other sportsman of the year. Boy, he, you got you got Mikey Williams as sportsman <laughs> of the year. So. I mean, he he did beat the case. He was an overcomer, bro. An overcomer. He did. He overcame adversity. That was not on my bingo card to see Mikey Williams, like, literally having a shot to be a Tiger this year, bro. Like, I did not see none of that happening. And you know Penny's you know going to have that dude playing. But you asked about Coach Prime, You right? talk, no, nah, Penny is not going to put Mikey, bro, Mikey Williams, Williams on this is, team are, and bro, on you this are crazy, court. bro. If you think I, that man I, ain't playing. I'll never say 100% because Penny will throw that curveball, but he is not playing this year on this team. Hey, hey Orange, please, bro. Hey, Orange Mound is celebrating right now. Our this native, man said that Mikey going to average son, 30 minutes, please. I ain't say nothing, didn't I? Our, our native son coming back home to the mound. Get ready for him. He coming home, baby. Free my guy, Mikey Williams, bro. He coming home. Orange Mound, we celebrating. We, we, we're not doing that. We're not doing Hey, bro, that. y'all are crazy if you think Penny ain't going to play that. That dude is going to be a Tiger, bro. He, next, he, year. next year. This, Penny, this is Penny Hardaway we talking about. Next year. You think so? I mean, I think it, it sounds like that. think Penny going to lead this year, was talking about next year because his sentencing thing is next year. Right, he's got to complete his and, stuff. And, and, the, and the defense attorney said, we, we circled yeah. this date he because be it's tiger, ahead of bro. classes. He's going no, to be a tiger. I, if, I, if, I'm if believing he wants that. to be, he will be. Yeah. If he wants to That's be. Because yeah. Penny, we know, obviously, right. wants him here. He's, Penny's got too much of a heart for dudes, and he's yeah. like, he, he's star power. Like he's, yeah. yeah, man, it's happening. Um, look, I, 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 let's talk about the Mikey Williams situation. Rush right? to judgment. Because, but y'all going to talk about that? We're going to talk about Coach Prime because they hate number boy. Well, well no, I, I do need I to not, knock re- that really out. Really, it's the same, right? Both we, we got, We won it. We right. won it. He's just wrong. We, right. won, we won Sportsman of the Year. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's nothing else. I mean, and that's in pretty we, much the I end think of that you just discussion. need to take that win and just move on. John does need to look in the mirror about the Mikey yeah. situation, though. So why y'all, why y'all want Coach Prime to be humble, though, bro? Why, no, it's cool with me. I'm just saying, like, 4 and 8, I don't think should get you Sportsman of the Year. I think it should because his team was 1 and 10 last year. So why why shouldn't he get. I mean, it's an improvement. There's no doubt about that. We gave him his hours for that. So, so you think the only improvement that I think Deion he, Sanders made is like wins and losses in Colorado. Oh, no. He changed right, that whole thing. I'm glad you went there. That's way more than about, that. Like, if, is it Colorado, sportsmanly? He, he beat out like a fly fisherman or something? Like, All right, bro. Yeah. Here's, here's a prime example. I'm a person who's been in sports journalism for 10 years, right? I've been doing radio for probably three or four, right? I didn't give zero craps about college football at all. There was nothing about college football that would ever make me care. Still don't. <laughs> but because yep. Prime has me invested in oh, college football. I, I, I don't deny his impact. He's helped the entire game, bro. Like, I, I, I agree with that. And, you know, obviously because he started, mm-hmm. he, he lost a lot. He, started, mm-hmm. he stopped being sort of the – but when they were on that start, it was great. Like, it was, we were coming here every week talking about right. Dion. You know, he, like – Whole I, country was talking right. about yeah, I, like, I can't speak for everybody, but I wasn't – the wins were great, but I wasn't expecting this to be like, oh, right. I was about to be in the – 
you know, championship game. I didn't even expect none of that. I thought I knew they were right. gonna fall off. I mean I thought like I thought maybe there was a chance a they could get yeah. to a bowl, they could maybe get to six, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I thought they were like I definitely thought they, they were bowling. three and one or whatever mm-hmm. their record Four was. Two I, at one point. Yeah, I thought there was a chance. And I'm, not, lost two I'm, games I'm not holding I'm not I'm not saying I'm not sitting here saying that he did a bad job at all. Mm-hmm. He did a really good he, he went over his win total. Right. You know? So in terms of what do you? I mean, I, you know, it's just it's a it's a different conversation. We talk about Sports Illustrated, Sports in the Year. Whatever. He's making college football they, fun again. They win because we're sitting here talking about it, and that's what you're. That's exactly that's, right. You know, that's what you're yeah. trying to do. Let's talk about Mikey Williams. Come on. So, so what I said free at Mikey the time, Williams, bro. He's free. orange mound. Get ready. He's free now. Why do you keep making him orange mound? Because he had a house in the mound. He did, bro. He was just you know at that? one. I no, he owned a house in Orange Mound. <laughs> do we know this for sure? This yeah. is well, on why would he just be at somebody's house in Orange Mound? He owns a house in Orange Mound, bro. That the pictures you saw, if you go look it up, Mikey Williams owns that house, bro. You, you know that? Brad, look at can, my you face. Confirm you can we... tell whether or not I know that. I mean, I knew he it's took on, a picture in front of something. It's on the Shelby County Assessor. Michael Williams <laughs> owns that junk. Y'all yes. been digging in like that? Yes, That's bro. just what the Mike streets Williams is. Michael Williams owns that house. You, I'm not. I'm you sorry. You thought Mikey Williams see. was just at the candy lady's house or something? <laughs> About a pickle or something? A pickle or something? He's at his folks. I mean, he got folks in in Memphis. He has Memphis ties now. He owns that house, bro. He should own that house. I mean, he had a million-dollar house in San Diego. He should uh, own a house so, in the mound. Well, I mean, if you own a home in the mound, you are one of the mound's hey, he's own. our native son, okay. man. All right, well, I just need to get that cleared hey, up. Hey, when he comes bit. out there, when he, when he goes to the NBA, bro, he's going to say, from Memphis, from Orange Mound. I like it, yeah. There you go. Come on, bro. J- now, J- look, we really need the apology now. That's what we've matter been fact, waiting on, John. Right? Matter of fact, Memphis Madness. I don't know if he's going to do it. What they doing? Student Madness. Memphis Cookout Barbecue. Whatever they doing. Memphis uh, Black Party. Whatever they doing, bro. When they announce Mikey Williams next year. Yeah. From Orange Mound. No. You ready? How you going to say he ain't from Orange Mound? He literally lives here. Like, he, he's a resident of I, I mean, I he's didn't know homeowner. until literally just this <laughs> he's second. He's a homeowner. How many kids on our team are homeowners, bro? Actually, they all really are. They're all. <laughs> Who is the assessor? We need to uh, Some dudes all the Shelby County families, assessor. Bro. Nah, uh, University of Memphis NIL is a matching 401k program, <laughs> yeah, bro. Right. That's what we're good. We got two and a half percent up to the first five. You know what I'm saying? Let's talk about Mikey Williams. Am I going to apologize? I am not going to apologize. That is not what I'm going to do. Jeff once wrote that Zebo should not come here. You yep. once wrote Mikey should not come yep. here. Now, I would say now you tell me. I would say there's a pretty key difference. Was, was a gun right. sound the best sound to use? Just no, it, no, it was not. All right, go ahead. But Zebo didn't have eight, nine felony charges, right? I mean, when that I, I, when that I'm, when that I'm okay was with saying uh, that I'm okay with saying that Zebo was a worse human being than than well, coming we knew, in than Mike. We knew he did some. We had he had done some things. Zebo has been involved. Some it's it's the shooting at the car for John saying that. Yeah. Like at the end of the day, Mike, he can't it was a yeah. it was a when I, when I wrote what I wrote and said what I said 100. percent At the time, though, all we had was the first of all they kept adding charges. Mm-hmm. Like every time you looked up, it was like oh, it started with two, now six, now it's nine, right? And so it's a risk assessment. I, I said, even when I wrote, he's he, he is due, just like any any other American, he is due a due process in right. court. Right, right. But that's a different conversation than, is this somebody that I should be inviting into my program right now? And and I stand by that. I stand by that. I'm I'm happy for him that it got, you know, uh, dropped down. And, yeah. and, I, and it's a totally different. you know Penny's going to bring him out here. Oh, well, oh, well it, to me, it's a totally different calculation now. Mm-hmm. Because you're dealing with a misdemeanor as opposed to non-felonies. Mm-hmm. That's a whole different yeah, that's a whole different bag. Completely, you know. And I, I would say, like, who hasn't had a misdemeanor, right? Like, I have we, not we, had a. Well, congrats, man. I mean, oh, I, what's what a mis- misdemeanor county? Well, what's the crime? I'll tell you. Not a lot of misdemeanors. Yeah, I mean, uh, there's, I mean, everything's a misdemeanor, right? Like a, you know. So then, I, uh, so it's just totally different to me when you're talking about that getting reduced. They clearly didn't have the evidence. 
right? Yeah, they yeah. Cloud, the prosecution waited a lot, waste a lot of time. It seems like me, district attorney did. So I mean, I never, I never came on here and said that Mikey Williams should be th- th- uh, in prison. But, but, what thrown I, underneath but my the, only thing was, I kept, I kept pointing out to you. Well, I, we can't say it right now, and it looks bad for him. But it, it's a, if it's a self defense case. Well, you're right. You did say that, but you know, and and again, in the end, it's. I mean, the, the, the DA laid off, and so... Well, the, the challenge was you're having to make a, a, a decision, right, at just, that time, and it's like, okay, I, it could be that, or it could not be that. And yeah. it's like, you know, what do I believe? I just think, I mean, Penny backing the man the whole way through now. Hey, free my guy, man. It, it, well, I think Penny's default set, and that's a credit to him, right? He's I mean, going to he's gonna give people well, the benefit just of the that. doubt. I mean, the, even the defense attorney said him and Laird Veach, and they were all yeah. lockstep in finding out what, he, what the defense attorney thought right. was going to happen and everything else. They didn't have this... But, Sounds like been pr- pretty clued in on what's going to happen. But you should not bring him in this year, right? That would be a mistake. That even with, I mean, I don't it's even like, know if you yeah, can. Yeah, listen to y'all now. I don't think this is going to happen. I but mean, it's it's going too well right now, honestly. Don't y'all remember when we were talking about this, and I was saying, I think I said that here. I was saying reasons why Penny would kind of take the I'm supporting Mikey thing. Because mm-hmm. his thing was, okay, I always just let the legal system determine, determine how it, I look. He said it the whole you know what way. I mean? Yep. And now Penny looks like the good guy in this. That's what I'm saying. Absolutely. He came out. He, right. could not have, he could not have come out better. Because if Mikey Williams had been found, um, if if if, 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 stuck. if this if this story happened to if this story happened yesterday, right? Yep. And Penny had let him go months ago, there would have been people on social media that is 100%. destroying Penny Hardaway. That is 100. Like, well, and, and it, it, more importantly, probably behind the scenes, yeah. what's not said. Yeah. It's like, oh, like, you know, what would, would would have been said is Penny dropped somebody that was an he, innocent he, man. Right. Or he, he didn't. He didn't, didn't even do all that. Yeah. He didn't stand by. Yeah. Exactly. You know. Now again, it could go the other way. Mm-hmm. He this, this kid could they could have stuck and and I'm just saying hypothetically they could have stuck and then it's like well you stood behind a dude that shot whatever yeah. into yeah but you, you also know. waited until the law no, right? yeah. until the criminal yeah. justice no, and he and that and to his credit that's what he said the whole time he, he played it well he, he right. played it well. it's a very justice. passive stick behind it's not like Mikey was like like. Sitting on the bench, you know what I mean? It's not like he was playing Mikey Williams in games or anything. Like he was like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm with you, man. Get your subject figured out, and we'll figure out from there." And now it's it's figured out, and now Penny can say, "All right, next year, or whatever, we'll we'll bring you on." And I think I think he played it perfectly to me. Uh, he, there's no, and, it, and it worked out for yeah. him. You know, yeah. if it was a poker hand, he played it perfectly. Well, yeah. just just real quick, he he said that I want to be a billionaire by the time he's 25. So to get to that, if that is truly his, it's his goal. Is the best path for him to do that still to come to Memphis? next year or is it to go some other route pursue other business opportunities get the career going back now whatever that's overtime elite or whatever else what's would, what's his best path back to rebuilding it all i would be shocked if um if penny doesn't selfishly look at this especially when you know that you're about to lose um can't think of the kid's name javon you're about to lose javon quinley you have you have you have mikey williams who will be two years removed from college basketball and i'm sure penny's going to set up some type of workout program or something to have to keep him somewhere in the gym, and I'm sure he has some level of trust with Penny, simply because Penny's you know pretty much stuck with him. So he needs to come to Memphis. Yeah, I think I, I, I think, think to the basketball for, for, for world, himself, he needs to be a part of something yeah, that's bigger uh, than him, and, rather and, than and, him and, being and, the thing. So and I, he clearly I kind of needs that. he clearly needs somebody to sort of put their hands on him. In a, in, I could, in couldn't a agree more way. on that. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's why again, Penny, you know, could be the perfect guy yeah. for that. It worked out for him in this case, but clearly, like he's you know, he's not in the right situation. Is that is his friend? His the Jay's on kid? the team. Yes. Is he red shirt? Is he? No, he's 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 not red shirt. No, but or, he's just not. He's just, but he's not playing. Right. So, so I guess you could retroactively still yeah, do oh, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Retroactively. He's just not. He's, he's not cracking. He ain't cracked him in it. No, 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 no. Yeah. Well, he's got. You know, he's not getting in over Ashton, and he shouldn't get in over. Then, Ashton. These days, what does that even matter? What does it even mean or matter? Like, 
It doesn't. <laughs> right. It doesn't. Red-shirted guys, like, it I don't mean, even matter You anymore. can pretty much, every unless the kid is related to the coach or he's a top 10 kid, most freshmen don't play. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just the way it goes. You know, that will sort of stabilize in the next couple of years because COVID years end and all that. Yeah. But um, for now, in the next year or two, it's going to be that way. Right. You red-shirted kid, he's just going to transfer anyway. But yeah, I mean, that's it's, part. It's it, literally it, no point in it. Bro, and you can't play him because he's going to stink. Yeah, I mean, so it's like you got to make you know it's it's a it's a catch twenty two situation there for the most part. If you can talk that because that kid can play, like I think if you kind of talk him into staying, and you know you got uh, Mikey coming back next year, and yeah, Mikey's gonna be here, bro. Like I, I can't see it would make no sense yeah. to have done all of this and st- stood by and let him go somewhere. Else. Yeah, I mean, yeah. and again, if he goes somewhere else, if he's not here, it's gonna be Mikey's own volition. Yeah, it's gonna yeah. you know, but Penny, I think. I mean, oh, 100%. He's never made any, and to his credit, he's never made any uh, two bones about it. Door's been open. Right. Just get, handle your legal affairs. Yeah, Door's been open. Yeah. Ashton's intriguing, man. Oh, that dude. Who, he, reminds he, me of, uh, he reminds me of, uh, what's the guy's name? His um, shooting uh, touches. He's like elite. a commentator in the league. He, he reminds, reminds me kind of like a, a Shannon Fry type of game. Like when, when Shannon Fry was in college, he was a beast. Like he, his game kind of reminds me of him. Because he's tall, long, he can knock down shots. Kind of got. Almost Robert Ori esque if you kind of look at this game, but he can he can go, man. Like that he kid's can. gonna be all right. Like he, if it, nothing else, he can shoot the ball. And I didn't, cause I, I mean, I remember Penn saying these same things about Jaden. Like Jaden's gonna be the best shooter in college basketball and all those type of things. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, Ashton can shoot that joint for real though. Like I, I like his game. He's confident. You yep. know what I mean? So yeah, I, I like his game. Well, I was talking to somebody about this the other day, and and they said as it relates, because I was saying the same thing to this person. I said, you know, man, Ashton looks like. It's crazy how good he looks as a freshman. Mm. And and this person made the point, well, yeah, look what he's surrounded by. Imagine if you had put Lester or Boogie in there as yeah. freshmen, mm-hmm. how good they, this type you know what I'm saying? Yeah, mm-hmm. How they could have, like, unfortunately for Memphis, it was all just young kids, you yeah. know, learning to play at the same time. time right. You know, it is, a, it is a little easier when you're one freshman next to four, you know, Fits. upperclassmen. Yeah. You know, whether it's DJ or whoever, you know, mm-hmm. you yeah. can – you can look a lot better, and your mistakes are not as closely yeah. scrutinized. You know, because I got a question for y'all though. What about y'all, boy Jordan Brown though? Mm. We, we haven't f- figured out how to make it fit yet because we're up tempo in the right. half court. That's exactly it's right. Simple. Is that what it is? Yeah, they got to get him involved though. I mean, I think he's a little out of shape. I, that's what I was looking at. I, I think don't know that he's fully healthy. He may not be fully healthy. Yeah. He's a little out of shape, and he's never had to play this way. This fast, and he's not a rim protector. Um, no, he's not. He's not above the rim. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.